Hey guys. Hey. How are you doing? What's up, buddies? Hiya. Hi. Yes, this is episode 16 of That's Sick. Sweet 16. Hell yeah. We do not have a birthday cake with candles. No. Unfortunately. Sorry. We are the podcast where we talk about all kinds of things that are gross and sick and disgusting for your listening pleasure. We hope it's pleasure and not revulsion. If it's revulsion, you should probably turn us off right now before things get bad. It's a little bit of both for me. I like. I like. I like to be disgusted. A little bit of pleasurable disgust. Yeah. Is there a German word for that? Oh, is there? <laughs> I JB, don't know. You would know. I would, but I don't. So, oh. if anybody out there in podcast land knows this word, at me, bro. Yeah. Word for for enjoying discussing things. Yeah. Oh, there's got to be a German word. Like, for that. We should just change the podcast name to that. Thing <laughs> whenever we find out what it is, Kronk and Liebzig. <laughs> Sick love, yeah. Sick love time, yeah. Sick love, no, not that time. Sick love, yeah. Like Kronk and Liebzeit. It's Liebzig is like lovely. Yeah. Well, Liebzeit would be love time, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think this is a real word, but if you, it is, you can tell which of us took German in high school. Anyway, I'm Justine, and I am your host this evening, joined by JB, just basic. Is that what you are now? I'm just basic today. And I'm Heather. I'm just me. Just Heather. Just Heather. We are drinking some basic brews, a.k.a. White Claw. I'm drinking boxed wine. There were no more White Claws. That's the original basic brew. I'm I'm the oldest one here. That's not even true. Yeah, Yeah, it's not true. I have the oldest soul. (laughs) That might be true. No, TB is the oldest soul. Yeah, that's true. He's a fucking wizard. TB, JB. Yeah. TB, there's a wizard trapped in my cat's body. Mm. That's basically uh, how we explain his odd behaviors. But he's great. Yes, he's an angel. Anyway, do either of you have a sickest thing of the week that has happened to you? Ugh, something disgusting. Something disgusting. Oh, I, gosh. I, I don't actually, have a bad thing. Ooh, yeah. What about disturbing or unsettling? Okay. Um. Yes. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Slightly. I. Uh, this is just off the cuff. Uh. The other day, I watched Mummy Dearest for the first time ever, which oh. is like the Faye Dunaway movie. You know about Joan Crawford. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know that's all the you know the no wire hangers. And it was like very sick and fucked up, like how really? she abused I've her never child. Seen it. Oh my god! You have to. It's iconic. You said it's on Prime. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime right now. Okay. It's for free if you have that. Um, but it's, yeah, it's it's super, it's a great performance. It's like, it's a movie from 1981. And it's about Joan Crawford, who uh, famously was an actress that abused her uh, adopted daughter, Christina. And her, Christina later wrote a book about it. And then they turned it into a movie. And it was super juicy and starring Faye Dunaway. And then uh, the performance inspired every, you know, a bajillion drag queens. And then it just became the most iconic, you know, film in, uh, I don't know, in like, I think in the last 20 years. What? 80s. Oh, maybe 30 years. Now. Nearly 40 years. Oh, God. I'm Yo so old ass old. bitch. Oh, I'm, I'm 30, Ooh. 35. Anyway, um, <laughs> for a couple of weeks. I'll yeah, have to, uh, it's my birthday soon. Yeah. It's soon. It's going to be Sagittarius season. But anyway, uh, Mommy Dearest was kind of sick and disturbing in some ways, but also very intense and amazing in other ways. So I was going to actually make it the sickest thing of the week in a good way as well this week. Uh oh. 
So yeah. Oh crap, you should edit that out because then I can surprise you with that later. I may or may not edit that out. Okay, depending on how funny this part is. Sure does. All right. JB, so you got anything? Um it's not in a sick way. Um, I've been catching up on lots of American Horror Story, which is a show that I kind of gave up on for a while. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But it's... I just watched the Armageddon season or Apocalypse. That was my favorite season. Oh, it's fucking tight as hell. That but was, it was the best sick. one. Oh, it was real disturbing, though. It remind me of some of the sick stuff that happened because I um, forget. The fact that the Antichrist can just make your soul disappear. Oh. And he just poofs you into flames and a you never existed. Yeah, what was his name? Michael Landon or something? Michael Landon, the yeah. Antichrist with his little sick, sick, sick behind his ear. Wait, Michael Landon, like the actor um, from Little House on the Prairie? Same name, different guy. Yeah, Got this it. was definitely like a very young actor. He looks like he's maybe 21. The, the oh, character's yeah. name was Michael Landon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you think that was intentional? I didn't get the reference you made, so it might be to someone who knows more about anything than I do. <laughs> it's the main guy from Little House on the Prairie, and he famously died of cancer. The guy that played Pa. Was he very, like, innocent looking? Uh, he had, like, fluffy, uh, fluffy salt and pepper, uh, 70s type uh, Farrah Fawcett hair. And I mean, I'm going to say that this because, was not. Well, because, but he, like, the character he played, I think he was viewed as very, like, wholesome. Yes. Oh, oh then, extremely. yeah, that may have been a play on it because the actor even who plays the Antichrist on this season is is extremely wholesome looking. Oh, yeah. Like, he looks like a little angel. But he's mm-hmm. so bad. But he's, he's a bad boy. Oh, my God. Was Billy it... Eichner in that one with his face gets all <laughs> cancered. Like, that's so sick. It's really gross. Yeah, he's good. he has, like, this huge tumor, like, on his head. That's terrible. Oh, like, dear. Ugh. I never even finished the first season of American Horror Story. That's the best one. Uh, There's, they're very hit and miss. Some of them, I, also, I like uh, Apocalypse because all the witches are back in it. I know. Okay. I like Apocalypse so much better than Coven because Coven, like, was a fucking fart in the end. Uh, yeah, the like ending a- fucking sucked and it killed my main bitch, Misty. Right, right, right. And this one, like... Uh, Apocalypse is like bringing all the witches back and gets to see the witches in their full glory. You get to see some warlocks too. There's all kinds of characters. It's just super fun. People getting set on fire. The world is ending. It is. Kathy Bates is there. Like, it's great. Oh my God. Kathy Bates has never looked better than in Apocalypse. She looks good. That is. That should be her everyday look. Um, It is. It is now. Yeah. Oh my God. She got interviewed by Conan. Um, I saw her on Conan and she looked great and she talked about it and she was just like, yeah, you know, like I went back and had to do reshoots of she played the mother on um, uh, fucking Big Bang Theory, like someone's mother in Big Bang Theory. And she had to go do go back and do reshoots or something on that. So she had to go and wear a frumpy ass wig for it. And so she's like, I put on that fucking wig and I was like. like what was i thinking ever like you know this is so much cooler to have this like cool like shaved crop like black hairdo with like that makeup was just like so dark and severe and just i don't know how do you describe she she looked good as a goth oh my god she looked like amazing wondrous goth so kathy bates in american horror story is like basically how kathy bates is looking like nowadays which is like i stand you know amazing Love it. Yeah. So what you got? What you got, kid? All I have is this actually happened earlier today, just a couple hours ago. I was driving home from work and I was driving down Butler Street in Lawrenceville when I passed by um, someone 
riding on a motorcycle dressed as a very creepy clown, head to toe. Oh, no. Hate that. Yeah, that was, I I didn't like it. Mm -mm. I didn't like it. Oh, no, uh, that's horrible. Yeah, and it was, it was a real creepy clown. And no helmet, which is very unsafe, so. No helmet? Yeah, well, he had a clown mask on, like a full head clown mask. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was, it was fucked up, so. I'm going to say, well, you know, if you're if you're dumb enough to wear a clown mask, you're dumb enough to. uh, I don't know what I was going to say. Cut that out. Go on. If you're dumb enough to ride a motorcycle without a helmet. helmet, Yeah. Dumb enough to. Anyway, I don't know where that was going anyway. Yeah. Not good. (laughs) Okay. The Venn diagram of people who wear clown masks and who are dumb enough to wear motorcycles is high. I guess. Wear motorcycle. (laughs) (laughs) Not wear motorcycle helmets. English is my first language. Anyway, clown masks anyway. are sick. Yeah, fuck that. And I saw a meme today that was like, this year Halloween is going to be looking like, and it was uh, like a, basically a picture of people in the bar, and then it's like everybody's like Harley Quinn or the Joker or uh, fucking Pennywise. Wasn't that like three years ago? So is it just like the same Halloween all over again? Oh, no, because Joker has a new movie, and it part two came out this year. That's her point, though. No, I know, but wasn't that like two or three years ago where... Both of those movies came out the first time. Uh, yeah, they, but Hollywood has no ideas, so they just keep making this shit over and over again. You know. I'm glad I'm not going out on Halloween. Yeah. Mm. Full turds. Halloween. Oh, the Halloween, the actual day. Like, uh, I'm gonna. Be, did I? I tell you guys. Yeah, I'm. In, I'm having you guys over to like, you know, hand out candy. <laughs> did you tell want. us that you're having us over? Oh yeah, I already took the next day off of work. Did I tell you that I'm forcing you guys to come over and hand out full size Snickers bars? Nope. I'm gonna eat them all. Hump, <laughs> I'm gonna make my dad get some from Sam's Club. <laughs> oh girl, you're gonna be rich. Yeah. Hey, Kids- whatever. I got like five trick or treaters last year, so it's not like I'm handing out like eighty Snickers bars. I'm handing out ten full size Snicker bars. I can afford that. That's like what twenty bucks, maybe less. I don't know, I don't know what a candy bar cost. Yeah, I don't know. Like at at, at Sam's Club or, Club or whatever, Costco. Like you feel get, like, like they- a huge pack of like eighty of them for like you know. I feel like they cost approximately one dollar a piece. Yeah, that that is, but probably at Sam's Club it's less. I feel like I can definitely afford like ten dollars. I hope you get eighty dollars in Snickers bars. Hey, this is your this is like your high holidays. Do what you want to do. Yeah, it is my high holiday. That's true. That's why also why I don't mind dropping the money because I'm like this is like what I live for. Like to be quote that house end quote like to be that house that they hand out. The full-size Snickers bars. I mean, as a child, I always wondered what the people who handed out the full-size candy bar, I thought they were all wealthy beyond imagination. I want to create a legend about myself that the children <laughs> of the neighborhood will talk about until... Oh, my God. That house with the purple shutters. They have full-size candy bars. Yeah. They always put out really cute decorations for Halloween and Christmas, and then they gave out full-size Snickers bars. We're giving out so much identifying information about your house. Whoops. Well, whatever. I, I, I'm just like all about my decorations and I have purple shutters. Granted, I don't think a lot of fucking houses have purple shutters. No one will ever be able to triangulate your house. Triangulate me, bitch. It's okay. We're fine. <laughs> We're fine. Okay. So does it matter which one of you goes first? Um, I just want to actually pause and let everyone know that we actually discussed the theme for today's episode 
together. So usually we try to keep it a secret from the host. Um, but we decided we wanted to do some Halloweeny shit. I've already forgotten what the theme is. So I'm going to be convenient. Su- I'm going to be super surprised um, by what you guys have cooked up. I would suggest that Heather goes last because hers is definitely going to be spookier than mine. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, mine is mine is gross, and I hope it's on theme, mm-hmm. but it, it's still going to be sick. So even if it's not perfectly on theme, but it's not as spooky. It's definitely not as spooky. Yeah, as long as it's sick, that's cool. It's it's going to be sick. Don't you worry. We, can, I mean, like I am really like things can be seriously tangentially related. You know, like it doesn't matter. No. Uh, as long as it's sick and awesome. I'm excited. All, All right, right, cool. So I get to go first? No, you no, go last. No, you go last. Oh, I go last. Oh, I yeah. don't get to go first. Sorry, right. I'm the butthole. JB, take it away. All right. So um, our theme today is going to be graveyards, burials, that sort of thing. Oh, right. I remember yeah. now. Yay! Spooky week. <laughs> so I know for sure that Heather is going to be touching onto graveyards mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form. I won't reveal everything. Mm-hmm. So I decided to go in a different direction. Oh. I decided to go up. To what? heaven? Sky burials. Oh, what? snap. I'm super excited about this. Before I start talking about this, I felt very vindicated that my choice was uh, sick. Because I tried to watch some YouTube videos on it. And whenever they got to the sky burial section, it was all like grainy and censored. They're like, due to oh. regulations, we can't show this. No way. Oh, my God. Oh, Please bet- visit my Patreon to see all of it. Ah! That's, oh that's a bunch that's of hilarious. bullshit. Whatever oh made me feel badass. Oh, my God. Wait until you hear. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, right. have a, I have some idea, but I don't know any details. So I'm really excited I had, to hear more details. I had literally details. never heard of this until uh, a few days ago. Oh, okay. Cool, yeah, cool, cool. So I was just kind of like... Cool, 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 cool. All right. The Tibetan people have a burial which may seem, you know, a little bit morbid, callous, even disrespectful to us. And it's called, called the sky burial or more whimsical terms, the celestial burial. Aw. Well, Aww. that sounds lovely. Doesn't it? For, for background, about 90% of the population of Tibet is Buddhist. And Buddhists are goth as fuck. Because okay. They're goth as fuck? No, I guess I'm being dramatic. But one of the key tenets of Buddhism is to uh, realistically accept death. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, well, that just, so they're not obsessed with seems... death. But like, you got to accept that you're going to die if you're going to be a Buddhist. Seem, that just seems pragmatic to yeah. me. That's how I am. I, I fully endorse that. Memento mori. Memento mori, bitch. So when you die, your soul leaves your body and your your you know, your body's just left behind and your soul goes on to the next life cycle. Yeah. Cool. That the body is just your meat prison. That there's no reason to be especially reverent about the body because it's just a fucking sack of meat. Right. Okay. That's exactly how I feel. All right. So just trying to give a sense of perspective because otherwise this this may seem a bit ghastly. We're all just warm food, bitch. We're all warm. Well, yeah, so this might not sick you guys out because we're all very pragmatic about it's gonna this It's going to sick thing. out our listeners, maybe. They're, they're not as morbid as we are. Disclaimer. Well, you, sh- you knew what you got into. Yeah, you, you knew. This is episode 16. If you listen to the cannibalism episode and you're still here, we you're sal- fine. We salute you. Yeah. To those who are about to barf, we salute you. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to spew, spew in this. <laughs> so, uh, so what happens? There are two versions. There's kind of a low-key nomad villager version wherein they just kind of take the body up to a mountainside and leave the body out for 
you know, scavengers and the elements. Carrion. Mm-hmm. Well, you become carrion. They don't yeah. leave it for carrion. Yeah. Yeah, they make you carrion. They make you carrion. Russell, Russell, Russell. Page two. Uh, the second form is the more ceremonial version. So for the first 24 hours after death, the, the corpse is kept in a sitting position while a llama recites the appropriate prayers from the, uh, the Bardo Thodol, the Tibetan Book of Death. Oh, the they have Tibetan a book, book of, of death. death. Yeah, just where they discuss, you know, how your, what your attitude toward death is and how you move through death to the next life cycle. And so there's prayers that will help you keep moving forward. I don't hmm. want to read this. Yeah, I was interesting doing that, perusing. It was kind of a thing. I made a mental note of, okay, I'm I'm really procrastinating on my research, but I'm gonna look on this later. <laughs> <laughs> but it it seemed interesting. Uh, two more days pass, and family members uh offer prayers and make offerings to the temples. So after after that three days has passed, the body is cleansed, blessed, and wrapped in a white cloth. Then the spine is broken Oy. so that the body can be folded more compactly in a, in a little bundle to be carried to the burial site. Oh, Aww. nice little, little body backpack. A little suitcase of you. You know, just, just wrap, smush up real good. Uh. But I mean, I guess we've seen that in other kind of body preparation things where they just got to break bones to get it to go where they need it to go. Yeah. So the hike begins before dawn. And it's often kind of a long journey because they have these far away from residential areas. Mm-hmm. And family members will usually walk alongside the procession, but not, you know, all up on. They kind of take a distance, sing prayers, playing hand drums, that sort of thing. And when they get to the uh, burial site, the body is handled by a, a llama or a burial master, and the body is broken. Even more than it's already been broken. Oh, yes, yes. Oh. Russell, Russell, Russell. Oh, my. Uh, how is the body broken? The body is first placed face down on a bed of stones, and the burial master burns juniper incense to attract vultures. Oh, how very uh, fragrant. <laughs> and, and gets to work. <laughs> so it smells like gin and three-day-old corpse. <laughs> cool. Mm. Mm. So with an axe or a ritual flaying knife, he first uh, cuts off the hair and then begins cutting up the body, eviscerating the body, removing the limbs and the meat from the bones, feeding scraps of meat to the whoa, vultures. Whoa, 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 hold up. Dude. Dude, dude, like I I had heard of this before, but I literally just thought that they like took the body, threw it on the fucking mountain and then left, left. it. Yeah, no, that's what no, I thought. No, no, no. They they cut that body up, throwing the chunks of bloody meat into the air like ah! like like chum ah! in a shark tank. Oh, okay. I scandalized. So I actually I take it back now when you said like parts of the video was censored out and I said that was bullshit. N- now yeah, do you believe? I kind of understand now. Cuz you I saw the yeah. grainy gray and it I was per I didn't think it was going to be that sick watching it to be honest I thought the idea was kind of gross to have your body like pecked out by vultures I was like oh that's pretty gross I'm gonna look into that but then I watched that and no he's just like cutting like how you'd be cutting up a pig or a cow except no nobody cuts up a cow like that that's not how anyone cuts up a cow it's like how you would feed a shark it looked like they're just like cutting off chunks of flesh and throwing it in the air and there's vultures swarming and it's not like 
two vultures, three vultures, four vultures. Fuck no. It's a cavalcade of vultures or whatever the hell the fancy word for a bunch of vultures is. A pestilence of vultures. <laughs> pestilence. Yes, please look it up, Justine. Because uh, our oh. producer is looking up the term for a group of vultures. Oh my God. Okay, so I'm sorry for exclaiming because like this is a, a cultural practice and like I'm totally cool with it. You know, I actually think it's like fine. But, well, you just but were raised in a different culture. Yeah, I was just raised in a different culture. And yeah, so it's just like, that's just a little bit it's like, oh, my God, you just lop off these body parts. And it's like, OK, whatever. You know, like it is body part. I do believe body parts are just worm food. So whatever. I'm fine with it. OK, are you guys ready? Yes. yes what is it called? The answer. A group of vultures is called a committee, a venue or a vault. Cute. In flight, a flock of vultures is a cattle. And when the birds are feeding together at a carcass, the group is called awake. Oh, fitting. Awake. Uh, so, yeah, it's a whole big old wake of vultures, and it's a bunch of them, and they're not the most beautiful bird. These are not birds of paradise. No, they're fucking like heads are all naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're they're and they've fucking... really like their their wings and their their I don't know their feathers just always look so unkempt. It's probably because they're just eating carrion all of the time. Yeah, they just have like dead stuff like stuck to them all the time. Sounds like the TB of birds. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I picture stuff. a little bit of TB. TB just has like you know little poop flakes and Aww. you know. <laughs> And, and, and dust bunnies stuck to him all over the place. Uh, so after all of the meat is consumed, and hopefully all of the meat is consumed, because if it's not, that's considered a bad omen that if all of your meat isn't consumed, then it means the body, the soul is not going to have an easy time going into heaven. Like, hmm. like it's a bad omen if the vultures won't eat all of your, all of your meat. Oh, because you, because uh, you're bad meat. <laughs> That you've got sin in ya. you. You got bad Those vultures meat. don't want to eat your sin. Oh my god! So hopefully all the meat is gone. Your soul is in heaven, and then the bones are crushed and mixed with barley flour to ensure the birds eat everything. Oh wow! They're like, here we're gonna make it in this nice little like meal cake for you. Yeah, yeah. They just like pulverize those bones down and mix. And- because they want to feed, they want every bit of the person consumed. Do they, yes. do they like crack open the head and like scoop out the brain? Oh my God, that was my next question, Justine. Uh, no. I was just thinking that. No. I was like, what do they do with the head? Yes, yeah, so what do they do with the head? I'm guessing they break the skull and mm, just like yeah. let the birds go at it. They yeah. crush, they crush the skull. Yeah, because any of the meat that's not eaten, they leave for like wild dogs that come get like whatever scraps are on the bones and oh then they crush God. up the bones. I was d- eaten by wild dogs. That's so dramatic. <sighs> wow yeah so that's something so as you as if you may recall i did say that the family members are were walking along on the parade yeah they don't participate in the ritual okay they okay. do not break the body but they are they usually do watch so to kind of reinforce confronting the realities of death oh well, that's that one yeah. day you're here and one day you're not here and now your body you know yeah your body isn't you mm-hmm hmm. So it, it seems a little grisly, right? Yeah. A little. Oh, yeah. A smidgems. So, so why do they do this? Pourquoi? Pourquoi? Well, there's a few factors that make a traditional, like a traditional Western style burial in Tibet difficult. One, the soil in Tibet is very thin and it's like a thin layer of permafrost only a few centimeters deep and it's covering solid rock. Oh, so it's, it's difficult to dig. Yeah. And most of Tibet is above the tree line, 
So finding wood is also very difficult. So cremation is really not an option. Yeah, you need like a huge pyre. Yeah, mm. and you're Ain't up no in pyras you're happening up in... in the Himalayas. No. And additionally, aside from the fact that the body is just kind of viewed as a vessel, there's the Buddhist tenet of compassion to all animals, and that includes vultures. In fact, the translation of uh, jahater, which is the Tibetan word for the burial ritual, is translated to giving alms to birds because the vulture is considered a sacred bird in Tibet. Aww. So that's basically the sky burial. Do you guys have any... Any questions about sky burials? I mean, I think I asked my burning question about the brains. About the brains yeah. yeah. That was way sicker than, yeah, like I said before. Way sicker. Way I, sicker I, than I thought. I thought I knew what it was. I like, I like, Heather, I thought it was just leaving the body for the vultures. I didn't know. I don't know if I'm glad I know. The tossing the, the human flesh into the feeding frenzy of vultures. I still think it's cool. Like I, I mean, think it's a cool practice, and I too bad it's illegal in the United States. Well, and I'm glad. Oh, is it illegal? It is illegal. Well, that in the doesn't United surprise States. me. Because yeah. yeah, desecration of a corpse. Yeah, but, I guess I don't know, but you can't do it here. But I think I think it's cool that you shared the story because you know there's clearly a lot of like you know meaning and tradition and ceremony behind it. I like and, that kind of thing. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, good job. That was great. I don't I don't think like that's pretty obscure. So I'm really glad that you brought it, you know, brought up. Yeah. It's very interesting. So would Heather, would you uh how how would you feel about um having a sky burial? I'm fine with that. What about if uh like a loved one had a sky burial and you had to watch it? Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> she <laughs> her face is a not pleased face. I don't watch it i'm fine with do like having it yeah done. but would you want your loved ones to watch it happen to you i don't care uh, i'm dead i i, I don't care i'm dead yeah <laughs> yeah i'm not i'm not like i don't want to like put it in my will that like i force you to like watch them flay me open and then like toss me in the air to a bunch of fucking vultures like uh, uh, uh. how about you jen um I think it's a very lovely and beautiful practice, but no, I personally want no parts of it. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. much how I feel. Same. Good job. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Thank you for sharing. You don't just have to bury things in the ground. You can bury them in the air. Oh. All right. Heather, you're up. Yay. Okay, so mine is uh, kind of sick. I don't think it's sick as JB's, but that's okay. It's spookier though, right? Spooky. Spooky. So uh, last year, uh, for I went to New Orleans for the Roller Derby World Championships, and uh, I took the WFTDA championships. Why not plug them? Who, who gives a fuck? Oh, that's cool. I forgot you did that. Yeah. But that's awesome. Yeah, I went to Champs last year because it was in New Orleans. I'm like, it's tight butthole down Oh, that's there. right. And we both went two years ago in mm -hmm. Philly. And they're in Montreal this year. Mm -hmm. I thought about going to, but I will not be. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to it. Although I do want to go to Montreal. So. Yeah, me too. Any hooters. Uh, so while we were down there, we also took two cemetery tours. And uh, one, actually, one tour we took in lieu of we were going to take a gator tour. Like, you know, a swamp tour, like see them, see them gators on the airboats. No, uh, the airboat cost more. Uh -oh. So I didn't do that one. <laughs> you um, don't you don't have to go to New Orleans to see gators. You can stay in Pittsburgh and see gators because they keep discovering them in our rivers. That's true. Mm. That's true. 
But yeah, so I wanted to go on a swamp tour and see a gator, but it was like really bad storming. So, uh, well, not really storming, but it was like predicted to be like raining like really bad later on in the day, like right when our gator tour was scheduled. So we canceled and we went to this other cemetery, which was pretty great. So if you've ever seen New Orleans cemeteries, pictures of them, or uh, they're popularly seen in many movies such as Double Jeopardy and um, Easy Rider. And uh, yeah, oh God, there's a TV show. I'm having trouble figuring it out. But yeah. Oh, yeah, the CSI. There's the CSI New Orleans anyways. Mm. But yeah, there's a bunch of shit set down in New Orleans. But New Orleans cemeteries look a little like cities. And that's, you know, they look like these little raised buildings. Mm. They're not just... Have you not ever seen them? Mm -mm. No, but is it because they're like so close to sea level and or below it? Well, okay, so... Sorry if I'm jumping ahead. No, no, that's fine. So it is kind of that way. Um, and it's, they bury them, people above the ground, and it is not a traditional burial, I'll say that. Okay. But the tombs themselves are very extremely ornate. They're, uh, they look like little mausoleums, every single one of them, pretty oh, wow. much. And they're, like, yeah, little white cities, all kind of, like, next to each other. They look like little houses, like cute little, like, almost Victorian houses. I'm gonna Google it while you talk. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. I'm not reading my own paper, but like I have like I wrote down like all the movies where you can see these 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 cemeteries. Interview with a Vampire, Double Jeopardy, Dracula 2000, Deja Vu, Jonah Hex, music videos for Liam Rhymes and New Kids on the Block. Oh, oh, oh. I don't know if that it was that song, actually. Um, so in St. Louis, St. Louis Cemetery, number one, uh, the people buried there are people that you may have heard of, such as uh, the voodoo goddess Marie Laveau, oh. Pri- priestess, really, Marie Laveau, um, Homer Plessy, as in Plessy versus Ferguson. If you remember that from your uh, social studies class, Madame LaLaurie, perhaps it's alleged. Architect Benjamin Latrobe, who uh, actually is the founder of Latrobe, PA, and he named it after his friend, Benjamin, Benjamin Henry Latrobe. Uh, wait, the founder of Latrobe, PA, which is nearby to Pittsburgh, was named after Benjamin Henry, Henry Latrobe, who is, is this architect who, like, did a lot of shit in New Orleans. So I thought that was weird. It was a weird Pittsburgh connection. I was Because we were like, Latrobe? We know that name. Oh, yeah. It was, like, right on the, the grave or whatever. So, like, every inzer. Like, yeah. So I've Googled... I've Googled this. Mm-hmm. I just Googled New Orleans Cemetery and mm-hmm. holy shit, you're right. And I have never seen these. Oh my God, they're I can't, so amazing. I can't believe I have never heard of these before. They look incredible. Yeah. How, so how would you describe? Because I feel they, like I'm doing poor. No, I mean, they really do look like, I, I think you described it really well. It, it looks like a, a, like a miniature city. Yeah. It does. Like, yeah. Some of them more than others, but holy cow. Okay. Yeah. They're amazing. And uh, so, you know what the other funny thing about St. Louis Cemetery number one is, just like a quick caveat, is uh, Nicolas Cage has a tomb there that he's like not buried in yet, obviously. But uh, He's a vampire. He is buried there already. <laughs> yeah. And it's like shaped like a pyramid. You could Google that too. Oh, wait. I'm is. pretty sure. It's goofy looking as shit. Is it like white? It's a like- white pyramid. He didn't get an obelisk. Does it say Omnia Ab Uno on the front? Yep. 
Oh, yeah. Which, That's... guess what? That was the tagline for the National Treasure movie. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. <laughs> yeah. What a dweeb. That's on his, like, future resting place. But, yeah, uh, he um, he basically bought a shit ton of New Orleans real estate. Uh, he bought a house down there. He, like, went bananas. And he spent all shit tons of money. And uh, the New Orleans people were kind of annoyed with him. But, anyways, so other... So basically, okay, so we're going to talk about the reason why. Okay, so inside these tombs, there's not just one person. Okay. There's multiple people. Okay. Sometimes hundreds of people. Wait, what? Hundreds of people in these tombs. Well, in the bigger ones, I'm hoping. Well, I'm going to tell you how they all fit. How did he get them in there? I'm going to tell you. Okay, tell me. So basically, the hot subtropical climate causes these tombs like basically okay getting ahead of myself let me go back to the beginning you die okay you die you are you have your family has this tomb like a lot of them are you know they're they're owned by families and stuff like that your family has this tomb and you die and then what they do is they take down the opening the little door of the tomb which is sealed up with like plaster and brick and they take that down they put your body in there and they seal it up with plaster and brick again. Do they, I mean, do they put, is your body going in there inside a coffin or no, it's just, just like, it's like on a shelf in there. Oh, so your body is just laid on a shelf. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. laid on a shelf in there. And a lot of times they have like multiple shelves on the side, you know, so you can put multiple people in there if you need to. Um, and then they basically leave you in there for a year and a day. The year and the day, it, the only explanation that I could see for that would be it said that traditionally one year, one day was the one day being for deference to the family. I don't know what the hell that means, mm. but that was some kind of tradition. One year and a day. So your body's in there for a year. The hot subtropical climate causes these tombs to become a slow cooker, like basically a crock pot. Ugh. And it slow cooks bodies at 200 and 250 degrees Fahrenheit. Overall, like very. That's a good roast. What? That's roast beef. (gasps) While you're also decomposing. Yeah, you're decomposing and you're cooking down in your juices. Uh huh. Yeah, definitely. Making a hearty stew. Mm -hmm. It's like it's gradual cremation. Oh. Very gradual cremation. Yeah. So after a year, the tomb is open and your bones and ashes, that's all that's left, they're swept into a little bag. It's all his little bag. Nothing, you know, kind of uh, unceremonious. And they're placed into the caveau, which is a, a word that means cellar. The caveau of the tomb. was So it's like this little front, front like part of the tomb, just like this little step in the beginning. And uh, you are in there with all of your, you know, family members, possibly family friends that, you know, you've invited to like, you know, hey, you can be buried in my tomb, you know, if you don't have... You know, the, your own family tomb, you know, you can be buried in mine. Maybe some people did that. They did that. And there were also society tombs where uh, societies were things like, think about like a guild, like a society of like the fire, you know, firefighters. Like a VFW tomb. Yeah, 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 exactly. There was like a tomb for like, there was like a tomb for the Italians, you know. There was, yeah, what? She just rolled her eyes. Are you going to hate on the Italians? No, I'm just saying that I don't think having the same ancestral background makes you a society <laughs> well society is meant a different thing back then okay it didn't mean like the word society means today it meant like the society sort of meant 
this guild or this group. It was right. Sort of there's like, there's still like you know like today there's still like the Polish club and the German club yeah. and the Serbian club and basically all over the city. The, yeah, that's true. It does exist. And these societies, what you would do is you would pay dues into these societies, mm-hmm. and then they would offer you like insurance mm-hmm. and help and and social services because the goddamn motherfucking government was too racist to do it for you. You know, like they had to like help people up. You know. So yeah, so you could be built and uh, um, um, buried in these uh, societal tombs for these various fraternal organizations, and yeah, you just get slow cooked with all your like brethren, and uh, you were in there for like a hundred people. So in Marie the uh, Laveau tomb, uh-huh. Marie Laveau's tomb, they said there was something like over a hundred, maybe more than maybe two hundred. I didn't get the, I don't remember the exact number, but there's like a lot of people in there. And by the way, it's like her alleged tomb. There's still some speculation that it, she actually may not be in there, but okay, yeah. I have some questions. Uh huh. First, you said that at, after the year and a day, there's bones and ashes. Yeah. How are there ashes? Does the, is, does the body catch on fire in there? No, it just is like. The dehydrated remains, like all of the water and... So it's just a very different form of decomposition than we are used to thinking about. Yeah, yeah. It's like everything has evaporated pretty much. There's no more fluids of any kind left. So it takes about a year for a body to cook down? Pretty much. Mm. This blows my mind. I would think it's like really humid down there. Yeah, but like you're in, uh, it is humid, but that yeah, it says the hot. It's still a very hot subtropical yeah, yeah. climate, so it's still like very lots of heat. All right, second question. Mm-hmm. So especially with these like guild tombs, and you said there's multiple shells. Yeah. So in theory, you could have multiple multiple people die during that year and a day going yes. into the same tomb. Yes. So absolutely. So when they open the tomb to put another person in there, then everyone well, okay. So how many people are involved in this entombing? Like is it like a like a funeral? Like everyone's there watching or well is it like an undertaker situation? So um all right. I know part of that answer. So Good New Orleans funerals are pretty tight in general because uh i don't know if you know anything about new orleans but they love a parade so a new orleans funeral involves a very uh basically a somber march uh, a parade like to the site you know and they have a jazz band playing very somber music and but you know everybody's dressed to the nines in their funeral best and da 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 then they go to the grave site they bury the body, they put the body in the tomb, and then, well, actually, you know what, I, I don't think, I think that's just, like, the ceremonial part of it. I think they've already had, like, the, the person in, I don't know. I can't fuck, It's I okay. So Do I they throw the body in raw dog, or is it in a, like, a casket? I think it's raw dog. So, uh, so anyway, the reason why I ask this is because I'm imagining... So you put a body in there on the shelf and it's been like maybe say say it's been like four months. And yeah. now you need to open it back up and put another body in on another shelf. And so as you're doing that, you see whoever's doing this is seeing this like partially. I could only like, assume so. 
That's sick. That's sick. That's I could horrifying. Only so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that is the case. And like, that's right here it. in America. And a lot of, yeah, and a lot of these uh, tombs, they look different. You know, some of them are, are real big and they can hold a bunch of people and some yeah. of them can only hold like a couple. Right. You know, depending on how rich you are. Yeah, I, that's just, that's wild to me because, you know, you think, oh, you know, we're used to the various American burial traditions. Yeah. And this is wild. Yeah. To me. Absolutely wild. And it's really cool. And and it's just like, and oh, and the last part about the New Orleans burials, like the funeral procession that I do know is like after they do, go to the gravesite and then when they leave and they march back out, they actually play a super joyous tune. Right. And they like, you know, basically party down the way and celebrate that person's life, sure. which is like super amazing. And do I they love play that. when the saints go marching in. It sure. seems yeah. like that's the song I that should be played. Yeah, But with like a Zydeco twist. Yeah, you can't, I mean, you can't go to New Orleans and not eat a beignet and, and hear when the saints go march in. Is it just the shit down there? Yeah, you just hear because like there's busking happening everywhere, you know, and and there's there's like, yeah, just music everywhere. It's like Nashville's music everywhere you go. It's great. It's a great city. Dangerous in in certain ways. Uh, I definitely don't feel safe as a woman walking around by myself. Really? At night. Oh, no. It's because, well, Bourbon Street and all that stuff, like lots of drunks, lots and lots of drunks down there. I have the, the I've seen, I feel like I've seen a lot of drunk people in my life, but the drunkest people I've ever seen in my entire life have been on Bourbon Street. It's really, really rowdy. Do you know what's wild? My mom took us to New Orleans when I was probably... Ugh, I was probably like 11 or 12. My sis, so my sister would have been like nine or 10. Mm-hmm. Um, or somewhere around there. Anyway, took us to New Orleans for the jazz festival, which was super cool. But we stayed on Bourbon Street because that's pretty intense. It's wild. Like, I think, and so what's funny, I, I remember, like, I remember that. And I remember that it was definitely like out there, like, as a kid, you know. You know, lot like lots of bars and like, like you know, tons. Oh my god, tons of like strip, like strip clubs and like like showgirl type places. Oh yeah, and 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 you know, titty bars. Yeah, there was like clearly a party and like and all that. But obviously, mom's not taking us to those places. Um, and also because we're kids, we're not like going out at night. We like I remember she took us to like a voodoo museum like that was during the day. But yeah, it's wild to me that she like. I can't believe she did that. But I don't remember feeling unsafe. Yeah. For sure. I, I also went there as a kid with my parents. Yeah. And I don't remember feeling unsafe. But as an adult, when I went there. Right. Because you'd want to walk around at night. And I, so we have a, a I don't know if you know a friend of ours, but I'm not going to say anybody. But like, um, I do know people that have gotten robbed down there, oh, you know, yeah. firsthand, like friends of mine that, you know, have gotten robbed down there and thought, have felt unsafe under on there. And uh, so what we stayed in an Airbnb down mm. there and the Airbnb, the person like had, you know, a lot of times they have a little like binder that's like, oh, yeah, this is what we recommend in the area. It, like she had some advice that was like, you know, New Orleans can, you know, really like turn on a dime. So like if you walk, you know, you walk down an alley turn make a turn that that's like full of people and then you make a turn and all of a sudden you find there's nobody there and she's like i recommend that you turn right around and you walk back the other way you know it's like you it's yeah 
But wow. it's, it's it's still like it's a wonderful, really like so. Oh, the food, my God, it's just great, and the culture is just wonderful, and there's just so many like you know the music and the art and everything is just a very wonderful city and beautiful and all that good stuff. I mean, there's a lot of dangerous cities in America. Oh, hundred percent. All the city, all the big, all the biggest cities are dangerous. So I'm not saying like you know it's it's a terrible, scary city. Just, just you have, have your keep, wits about you, right? You have to keep in mind it's not always party all the time. Right. Right. Yeah. And Bourbon Street, just ugh, I don't recommend don't. it, honestly. Well, I mean, isn't that the isn't that true for like almost any cities like party street? Yeah. I'm not a big party street yeah. person anyway. I'm not a big drinker and I'm not a, a big bar person. Like even here, like Carson Street, not that I would ever compare Carson Street to Bourbon Street because it's not the same thing, but it is our party street. It is. It's it's a shit show. It's horrible. Yeah. I, I would never recommend anyone go there. Yeah, I know. I, I never go there. to Carson Street after the sun goes down. No, it's terrible. There's no a reverse place to vampire. Park anyway. I, I get like I get mad if there's a show at the Rex or Club Cafe that I want to see because I'm like, God damn it. Yeah, I could have go to fucking Southside. Not anyway. going to that. Yeah, yeah. We're at this age, we're like Whatever. Oh, that's also happened. I've been like, like hmm, too bad. Oh, well. But So, yeah, my sources for this, I would like to say my sources include Interview with a Vampire by Anne Rice, which I read uh, right after going to New Orleans. Because when we were on the one walking tour at the Lafayette, the one Lafayette Cemetery, uh, the guy he was like, you should read it. You know, everybody should read it. You've once never in read it. Lifetime. I had never read it. Oh, no. oh it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You, you read it more recently than probably us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been a minute since I read it. But I actually. Um. And I watched the movie again recently. I had watched the movie like 10 years ago or something, some yeah. shit like that. The movie's fine. And I, I mean, I do prefer the book. Oh, I, yeah. Not to sound like a weenie, but. No, you know, it's great. My name's just, you know, I like the book better. Nobody yeah, can you, see Jeff. you making the glasses <laughs> hands and making fun of Justine. I don't care. Justine was, saw me doing it. And she was <laughs> doing the glasses hands over her glasses. She always does. So you make, she makes herself a um, sex tuplet eye, eyes. Six, <laughs> six eyes. Six eyes. Six, six eyes, six, Jen. Six, six, six eyes. Six, six, six eyes. They did. Trademark um, that. But yeah. So, uh, I do. I think that both of our topics were very related. You said that you don't, didn't think they were, but I think no, they're but very they were. related. And we both talked about burials, but none of them were in the ground. None of oh. them were in the ground. They were all above ground. No, they, they dovetailed really nicely. Yeah. Okay. So now I have to ask JB, how would you feel about having a New Orleans style burial? Um, fine. Fine. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Heather. Oh, definitely do it. Yeah. Yeah, same. I mean, there you get a parade. Yeah. Oh my god. You get, you get a sad parade and a happy parade. That's that's pretty good. That's that's, that's two parades. Awesome. Those cemeteries are beautiful. Like you just want to like sit down and eat my lunch in one of them. Like Jesus Christ, they're so pretty. Oh, and I guess I didn't ask specifically, but I guess they're not embalming these bodies either. If they're no, they don't. Yeah, well, no, I guess they. I don't know. TBD. TBD. Um, cause like nowadays they do fucking embalm people and stuff. I think you can be embalmed. I'm just wondering if that would affect like the process the of yeah. process. Yeah. But anyway, like on the whole, it seems rather like, you know, one with nature. Well, I mean, not because you're in a, you know, stone monument, but you know, yeah. you're, you're, uh, I think they do embalm you and, and then throw you in there. Okay. That makes sense. 
Because like people, a lot of people, most people nowadays do do bombing and they do still bury people like that now in New Orleans. There are underground cemeteries in New Orleans in certain yeah. areas. Like that's like not, not a thing. Right. Um, but uh, they do have uh, the, these above ground burials still. Um, and uh, in certain, like the St. Louis cemetery number one, like they talked about how much, it, like how expensive, like if you, if you want to buy like a new plot or whatever, like you can't, you know, there's just no, right, there's no, yeah. Can but can you get in on an existing one if you join a guild? Uh oh, I don't know. I don't think the society ones like I don't know if those like mm. still like if you can actively be buried in those anymore. But Nick Cage bought one. He bought his own tomb in St. Louis Cemetery number 1 because he yeah, he's so wealthy. Right. And so and is he but so I mean is he sharing that with other people no. or is he just going to let his body stay in there do we think? I think he's going to share just keep it with for himself. Okay. So he yeah. probably doesn't have to get shoveled out and put in a bag. Yeah, probably not. I guess he could just stay in there if he wants to like sure. hang out in his weirdo pyramid. Yeah. And uh and it, there were like a bunch of like lips on it like like women like kiss it which is like disgusting to me uh, yeah because okay. nicholas cage he's also on. not even dead yet so why are you kissing his tombstone that's not even his tombstone yet i don't know man people are weird his phallic tombs i mean it is a bit phallic it's not exactly phallic but it's a bit phallic yeah it's yeah. it's a anything it's that like large. comes to a point it's large. Is like yeah, yeah it's about your penis isn't it yeah Mm-hmm. Well, okay. You go to any cemetery and you see all of the obelisks. Yeah, look how all big my the dick was. Welcome to the dick farm. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I love cemeteries anyway. I love them. I love to, every time I go to like a new city, I want to see the best in the oldest cemetery. Have you ever seen that giant Jesus statue in Allegheny Cemetery? Yes. It's fucking ridiculous. Yes, I haven't been there in a long time, but I do remember uh, one time driving there with some friends of mine. They, they, I had never seen it and they took me there and they were just like, I was just like, what the fuck? I was like, that's a big fucking Jesus. Came out of nowhere. Oh, I have one more question. Because when I was Googling for the images, I saw something like a phrase that piqued my interest. Do the cemeteries smell? No. Okay. One of the Google things that came up was talking about the smell of these cemeteries. I didn't but- notice any kind of smell. Well, then maybe that and person I was, there was full in the shit. Oh, well, then I'm sure it's fine. You yeah. got a super sniffer, too. Yeah. I didn't right. notice any smell. All right. Well, wow. I feel so educated now on two things I had never, I, I did not know anything about either of these things. I thought I knew something about sky burials. I knew nothing. And I definitely knew nothing about the New Orleans. So thank Sweet. you, guys. Good job. You're this, welcome. This Amazing. podcast will eventually teach everybody everything they need to know about getting rid of a body <laughs> yeah oh man all right next week how to kill a hobo <laughs> jk jk i didn't say anything about how to get a dead body jesus heather <laughs> you know in one of our earliest episodes you talked about this the hot springs that would dissolve bodies oh yeah, yeah. from the national park yeah I just throw the hobo in there i think that was probably our first and i i well anyway yeah Your fir- so our many. first reference to getting rid of a dead body i'm sorry i don't Hel- actually condone hobo side hello fbi hobo side <laughs> oh man i'm I just saying if some... you're gonna kill somebody you kill a vagrant or a prostitute because th- nobody's looking for him what do you think the hobo symbol is for hobo side <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it's like it's like a little face with like with the, the X's. X's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's a little it's a little bindle with the X's for eyes on it. <laughs> <laughs>
and a frowny face. Oh, it's an empty bindle. Oh, no. (laughs) All right. Well, let's kick things up to a more jovial note. Uh, Sickest thing of the week in a good way. Oh, oh, I have a way that our podcast helped help the community. Really? I don't believe it, but okay. I, I, I don't really believe it either. Shout out to my friend Alexis at work. Hey, Alexis. She listens to us every week. Hi, Hi Alexis. She's adorable. Aww. She's she's 21 and she's uh going to vet tech school. Aww. She is the vegan that I reference every once in a while. My vegan coworker. Mm-hmm. And so she's in vet tech school. And from our animal sex episode, she was at the time studying exotic animals and birds. And we helped to help her remember about cloacas. Aww. She's like, I'm listening to your podcast and it's helping me study. And I was like, don't, don't do no, that. No. I said, don't do that. That's, no. She's like, you can't tell me what to do. I'm going to listen no. to the podcast. She's going to be my fail. She's doing very well. Oh. She's a very good student. Yay. All right. Cloaca means sewer. <laughs> I was like, do you like how I kept saying cloaca kiss? She's like, no, I hated it. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, yeah. So my sickest thing of the th- uh, the week in a good way is just Mommy Dearest again, because it was it was so fucking sick. It was so good. Highly recommend. It's on Amazon Prime. I don't know anything. I don't have anything else. What else is sick this week? Do you have a sickest thing? I don't think so. This week's been kind of like eh. we can't. Sorry. We kind of jammed our right. uh, episodes in too. We just recorded a couple days ago. We, yeah, we don't have exciting lives. We're out of sick things. Yeah, we have yeah. normal people. We've lives. actually like we finally caught up our. Our episodes are pretty much caught up to the release. So, yeah, we're just trying to make more current info, though. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about this. No more more talking. No more. No No more talking about the TV show that's just premiered and the episode is airing like weeks after the season ended. Yeah. That was funny. Did you know Riverdale is premiering? I don't fucking care anymore. I don't care anymore. You guys are off Riverdale. I stopped watching that shit. Not I mean, even. you can tell me what's happening, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm done. I'm done with it. There's I don't too even, much TV. I don't even want to talk it about it. It lost me. I'm not going back. I don't there even want to talk about TV. it. I, I wish care. it wasn't like 22 episodes. It needs to be like 10. Yeah, there's Ugh. too many fucking episodes. That's the problem. I mean, oh, my brain just broke. I mean, don't I get know. me wrong. Jughead would get it, so I'd watch it a little bit for Jughead that. Jughead would get it. What about his twin? No. <laughs> Oh, uh, the other day, so Cole um, Sprouse can get it, but Dylan Sprouse can't. Ooh, exactly. Ooh, okay. Ooh, ooh, I just did a BuzzFeed quiz uh, yesterday that was like nine of these pictures are of Cole Sprouse. <laughs> One is of Dylan Sprouse. <laughs> Find the Dylan, and guess what? I found the Dylan. <laughs> was were Cole and Dylan Sprouse the twins from Full House? No, no, no. They're the tw- they're from no. um. They played, I know this. Yeah. They played the, um, the Ross's kid. Oh, okay. That was, that was the famous sitcom baby. And they, they were, play, and they were yeah, and Big Daddy. They yep. were the, they were oh, the they one, were, the they kid were Frankenstein? Yes. And then they were in the sweet, oh, and I feel weird. And they were in the sweet life of Zach and Cody. I never watched that. Yeah, we were told for We were that. told, but yes. That's Although, uh, so I did also right after that take a similar quiz that was like nine of these pictures is of Paul Rudd 10 years ago and one is from 2019. Oh, no. Find the current Paul Rudd. And I failed that. 
Paul Rudd looks... has not aged. He's a vampire. Oh my god, he's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. he definitely. He's beautiful just thirty three forever. Yeah, he really. No, is. obviously. So we just watched um, Death Becomes Her when oh, the other day when we yeah, recorded. So he clearly her. he clearly took the magic potion from Death Becomes yes, Her, yeah. which means he's about to disappear forever. Yeah, he he took the Isabella Rossellini potion, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Although he... If you watch the movie closely, you can see Paul Rudd in the crowd. Yeah! <laughs> no, you can't. Uh, but yeah. So tell us where you can find us. Uh, right, yes. Well, so you can find us on any of your favorite podcasting situations, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and other fine podcasting institutions. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever they are. So I'm now I'm just like spewing words. I don't even Whatever. know what I'm saying. Um, if you haven't already, please consider subscribing because uh, we'd like that a lot. And if you'd like to leave us a five star rate and review, we'd really appreciate that as well. Yeah. Thanks. And if you want to get at us, you can find us on Twitter at that sick pod on Instagram at that sick podcast. And you can email us at that's dot sick that podcast at gmail.com i will never be able to say that with a straight face a lot of dots yeah yeah so yeah so until next time friends don't forget to feed the vultures because that's, that's sick, sick.